to The Blessed Podcast with your host, Anna Tigray. Welcome back, Elaine. We are Hello. back at our Blessed Podcast. I don't even remember when we did our last one. No, it's been a long time, hence the topic of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't consider myself a procrastinator, but what I have been realizing is that I too use excuses in my life, just like I always tell people not to do. And you know what? Sometimes it's not necessarily, ex- well, no, they are excuses, but sometimes they're good ones. No, sometimes what happens is life takes us down different roads and different turns and whatever's right in front of our face, right in front of our nose is what we'll pay the most attention to. But we forget, hey, this is really important over here. And as we've been discussing recently, our our we've just been so inspired to inspire others that this is something we we have to do. This has to be a priority. It has to be a priority. And on that note, this show is brought to you by Bless Body Wear and Elaine, you just happened to name the, the our latest creation. Oh yeah, <laughs> Elaine well, was in all, Florida, and I texted her and said, "Look at this print. What should we name it?" And I immediately said, "Starburst." And yeah, no, it just it, it, it the first thing that came to my head because it just looks like you know a burst of beautiful stars. But you and I are wearing the same pants today by accident, <laughs> which was the, we are ridiculous. Uh, the other ones that came we out are just ridiculous. before. Yes. So anyway. Um, Elaine and I, Elaine is back in Vegas. Uh, she has two homes. She has the home in Florida with her boyfriend and she has a home here in Las Vegas with our family and they're very different, right? Elaine? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they're very, very different. In Florida, you basically, your boyfriend works all day and you're a house with birds and fish, fish, (laughs) feeding fish and birds and trying to think of things to do. And then she comes back to Vegas to our home and we have, uh, two, three year olds and a four-year-old two dogs yeah say no more (laughs) and a relationship of family that nobody understands but that's another topic for another day definitely is definitely is a topic so we go to church yesterday elaine and i and we've been feeling this calling to start our podcast back and then it was pretty obvious that the sermon was for us. <laughs> Literally. He was like, pointing us into the right direction. Okay, I don't care what happens to, na- to tomorrow. We'll start back. But it's very fitting because you and I just came back from a break from the gym and from our eating habits. And we are back, we're back at a, which is funny because that's all perspective. Like for us, we've been, you know, incredibly off plan because we're normally yeah our on is really on because we've both been in the competitive world so in the in the fitness uh, realm so being on means you know eating weighing, very eating clean, very very, very clean, weighing healthy. out your food and everything else now right. we haven't done that for a long time but when we consider ourselves off we're just not following anything we're just sort of eating when and if we have time to eat and just not structured at all i like sugar that's when i'm off i'm on sugar that's and see, my I, yeah thing. i can never do sugar you're on, hot dogs. I, on hot dogs <laughs> you were, you went on that cruise what oh, happened Oh, i went on a cruise recently and right away you know got into the hot dogs i don't know why i mean they have free hot dogs free pizza 
all this crazy food and it just seemed like a good idea. It feels like it's free. You should yeah. eat it, right? <laughs> but you will pay later. Yeah. Nothing is free. No, nothing, nothing is free. free. But no, it just, um, it just, it's interesting because we, we don't necessarily want to be on that strict regimen anymore, but we do like taking care of ourselves. We consider this our temple. We're supposed to take care of it. We're supposed to just be good to it. And I think a lot of you can probably relate. There are times when you really want to, but you just don't make it a priority or the kids are, mm -hmm. or, or the kids or the, this or the, that we always, like Annie said, we have excuses. So, it's, it, you know, it's harder when the excuses are really, really, really good. Like three, three-year-olds? Right. <laughs> something that nobody would, you know, quote unquote, judge you for being off plan. So I realized that I have the best excuse in the world. We have three kids, you know, two of them are foster kids. The other one we are raising for his mom. And so we have three kids under four. Uh, none of them go to school. So I'm a full-time mom and I still work. Um, and so if I tell somebody, hey, you know, I haven't been to the gym in a week because I've been busy. They're like, oh, sure, you have three kids at home. But then we start believing that. We actually start believing that we're not capable of changing our scenario. And that's the, that's the important thing, Anna, is there are, there are leaders and there are followers. The rest of the pack will buy into excuses and say, oh, yeah, you know, let's just all to get, get together and gossip and eat garbage and have a, a Starbucks Frappuccino and let's just talk about how our life is too busy, right? Mm -hmm. The other thing is, is I, I've never wanted to be like that. I've always wanted to be a leader and leaders against all odds and against what's popular will take the time to do what they know is right for their bodies. Right. And so for me, I'm not going to use the excuses because a lot of people throw excuses at you if they want you to join their excuse team. You have the excuse. Oh, you're over 50. Yeah. Now, right? you know, forget <laughs> it. Like, doesn't matter what you do. Nothing's going to change. Uh, I know. Right? I'm 55, or, so why bother? Or right? they are like, Elaine, you're 55. You already look amazing. How much better do you want to look? well as, as good as i can and not just that but it's how you feel when you're exactly. eating right and when you're training when i'm not doing those things i don't feel like myself and myself is a healthy fit person right, right? so and that's the thing is that i could i could give up because i'm 55 or just say you know what i've done i put in my time i can just coast now but the point is okay you don't you're never gonna stay looking amazing like you did when you were 35 or even 40 like i probably the best body of my life when i was 44 years old mm -hmm. but if i at 55 go oh i'll never have that body again and i give up okay mm -hmm. tomorrow i'm going to be 65 because that's how fast it goes that sure. decade goes like like a minute yeah i will be 65 looking back and say man, what I would give just to have 55 back. Yep. Why didn't I just take care of that right. and do the best that I could do just because it made me feel good, you know? Mm -hmm. So excuses, they're not they're not even a part of our, our daily plan anymore. We, we really do have to just take action. They can't be, you know, and I, I agree with you. And uh, I'm no different than anybody else out there. I have days where I'm like, you know what? my best days are over. Like when I was at the top, you know, competing and modeling and like that, and you look at your skin, it's not quite the same. You look at your face, you see all the new wrinkles. And I'm like, 
I have three kids. I am not really focused. And I start buying into it. But then you start feeling really awful. Awful, awful. And your energy is gone. And it's, it's really almost like a depression because you're being forced by no one but yourself to buy into this new reality. And what I realize is that if you change your perspective and say, you know what, maybe I will look the same, maybe I'll look different, it doesn't matter. But if I take good care of myself, and if I start prioritizing myself, and if I start eating the right things, you, I start feeling amazing. And then I, I have the wisdom of what 10 years bring to you. And I'm actually like, I feel better than I did before. And what happens when you start feeling better? How do you react to others? How do others see you? And the whole idea, I think, is that if we're supposed to be here as examples to others, right. which you and I are really trying to do, we've been doing it for many, many years, but that's our goal. We want to be examples to others. You want to be example to your three little children. Mm -hmm. So when you just, oh, I don't have time to train because I have three. No, your kids know that it's gym time. Mommy and daddy are going to go train. Mm -hmm. You're going to go play. The training becomes a, a really good example to them as how do you take care of your of yourself. It's not just about the body, it's but it's about the inside and out. So you're taking care of yourself health wise. People comment all the time about our kids um, being so willing um, and eager to eat fruits and vegetables. And when I think about it, and my parents were here visiting from brazil for a month and that was my excuse in december <laughs> that was the reason why december i didn't uh work out very much but um they were here visiting and they mentioned like numerous times which made me think because usually you know we don't have many people around when they're eating and i'm like well the only thing i can think of is that they see us eating fruits and vegetables all the time no you don't understand i've never seen kids that age three and four years old grabbing for a plate of sliced up cucumbers celery carrots celery <laughs> no and there's celery. not there's no salt or peanut butter on them either folks it's just plain cucumber these children are grabbing that because i think their 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 sensors are just uh, they're accustomed to not having everything doused with salt and seasoning and and oil and garbage it's just pure good food and they and they they think it tastes good because they don't know any different they don't go to mcdonald's and have fries all sure. the time yeah. but you've been a good example to them they're now being a good example to other kids probably but just it's all about doing what makes the best you and then that in turn becomes an example and also there's a you know there's one of the things t talking to my friends other moms i'm i'm part of the you know foster parent community and part of different groups and you make friendships and and for whatever reason there are not uh that i have met a whole lot of very fit uh people not fit people that's the wrong term terminology but uh people that are into fitness conscientious yeah, yeah. Uh, that are part of that group the, the groups that i'm part of and so i get a lot of questions about that and then i feel like you know it seems like such a, a high mountain 
to climb for people. They don't know where to start. A lot of people, they want to make changes. They want to get healthier. They might, you know, be, especially women around our age in their 40s and 50s now, they're being diagnosed with high blood pressure, borderline um, diabetes, you know, a a number of things, um, uh, thyroid problems, hormones, hormone problems. problems. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 75%, and I'm just, that number is low, but 75% of those problems can be solved if we change our daily habits. Mm -hmm. And we, you don't have to eliminate everything forever, but use them as treats, you know, meaning you leave the house to have that little treat once a week or whatever, but people don't really know where to start. Um, how do you go about, I'll share mine, but how do you go about helping people make that transition? And how do you plan, how do you teach them to plan for it? Well, when I, when I talk to people who literally have no clue mm-hmm. and they, they, like you said, it's so overwhelming. They don't know where to start is I simply, well, once you find out where they are coming from, like they're not working out, mm-hmm. they, they're barely even go for a walk. Like there's no cardio, there's no training, there's no proper diet. <clears throat> I start with simply the simplest, simplest things, because if they start even simply, they're going to see results just because these are simple changes. I always tell them you eliminate these three things, Mm -hmm. eliminate dairy, eliminate sugar, and eliminate bread. And try to bring up your meal frequency in smaller portions throughout the day. So if they eliminate those things and eat a little more often, because generally they're not eating enough is the problem. So they're eating maybe once a day at night and they're just loading up their plate. Right. So those simple things are like, oh, and and then it doesn't sound really overwhelming. I told them what to eliminate. Right. I told them to eat a little more often, maybe cut your carbs at such and such a time of day and then have salad with your salmon or whatever you choose, chicken, you know, for a protein in the evening. Yeah. And then that they're going to start watching pounds fall off because I already know they're eating a lot of sugar. Sure. They're eating bread on a daily That's- and, and dairy, just cheese and whatever. So I start with that. And then I also say, you know, three times a week, at least you've got to do something. If you get out and walk around your neighborhood for 30 minutes, that's something, especially if you're not doing anything, you're going to see results. So that's kind of my starting point. Mm -hmm. If they already want to, you know, oh no, I I do go to the gym and okay, then make sure you're putting in your, you know, up to an hour only. It doesn't take, it Mm -hmm. doesn't take hours and hours in the gym to become like I never did that. And I was a professional athlete. Mm-hmm. I never did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I trained for an hour and got out, go in, train hard, get out. Mm-hmm. So I try to keep it as simple as possible. So they don't think they don't look at people like us who have been on stage like that and go, Oh, I'm never going to live up to that anyway. Right. Where do you even start? No, I don't do that much cardio. I, I just get in and train hard and get out and I take care of the food portion. That's your, I I let them know that the cardio aspect is basically to, to maintain a good metabolic rate so that your body continues to function. Exactly. So it it is kind of, that's the simplest way I think I could probably put it. I I agree with you, you know, and, and (laughs) as you were speaking, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, I have a lot of friends that, our former competitors mm-hmm. that you and I know how that feels like when you are no longer competing and you're not in that world and 
you know, perhaps you're surrounded by a completely different reality and you embrace a new norm and you know that you, you're not going to go back to the stage and you just don't know what to do to find that balance where you're not a competitor, but you're not a, you know, regular person. I think we need to have a show just on that and how to do, how to do it after show, after competing. I agree. That's a great topic. Yet, when you speak to people that are former competitors, it's not that different. It's like, number one, most of them are sick of the gym. They're sick of just going and lifting weights. You know, we've all gotten to that point. Right. Right. So number one, find an activity, any activity that you love. So it could be dancing. It could be, you know, people make fun of Zumba, but hey, whatever it is. You enjoy because that's a good start. Right. Go do that. Number two, like especially calories that people drink. So soda oh i didn't mention alcohol yeah alcohol alcohol you know just whatever fluids only water like Mm -hmm. that's number one i think even more than anything else number one only drink water you know and then i love i think that when you say no sugar to people they think you mean sugar packets. They, <laughs> they yeah. don't know that you mean anything that has sugar. Yeah, in and it. I think some people they feel like they can't. I feel I think they some people feel like they're not able to completely cut all sugar like cold turkey, but they could start with like one treat a day. Well, that's the thing. It's an awareness. So if right. you think, oh, okay, she said, you know, no more sugar. But then if you do anything in moderation, right. it's better than anything that you do in excess. Right. So think about how you can cut back your sugar. If you're already drinking, if you're drinking six glasses of wine every every night, <laughs> how about a, take that's a three nights change. a week and have one glass of wine? Like right. you don't have, if you're drinking a bottle of wine at night, there's right. a problem. Right. Right? It's, 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 it's you're escape. trying to escape from something. Right. I, I'm sorry, but I'm just going to be bold. You're trying to escape from something. So- Bring it down. I, I I had a client one time, and I think you know her. She was uh, using that for a stress releaser at mm-hmm. night. She was counting on her wine. That was her, that was her only way it's to. Very common. Yes. Very common. Exactly. And so what happened was her belly area started to get bigger and bigger, and we were training hard. Yes. So when she realized, oh, okay, I did start drinking a lot more. When she cut back to maybe a glass of wine, just to you know, just to come down off of her crazy yeah. busy schedule. Yeah. You know, it just was... Makes a huge difference. It completely makes a difference. So moderation is definitely the key. And I agree with you. I think dairy is something that is extremely difficult to process for Mm. the body. So it causes bloating. It causes you to feel very sluggish, you know. um, So it takes away your your energy, your, your, your focus. And and a lot of people will not catch on to that. They won't know why they feel the way they do. Mm -hmm. But if you eat the right foods at the right times, like you, like if you're eating the things that are making you feel really lethargic, they don't understand that 
dairy is not being absorbed by our bodies properly right. or or they're eating like a lot of things that aren't actually foods or maybe chemical based like the like sweeteners mm. aspartame whatever oh, all these things that are not those. real food mm-hmm. and again this is another whole topic but yes. all these things that are not real food your body doesn't we will be them. touching on all yeah. these topics yeah, that's definitely. that's why we're back we are back and you know we, we very much want to hear everybody's questions everybody what do you what do you want to know what do you want to hear about what do you want to learn because it's confusing if you if you don't have the information and you google anything you are going to get at least three different answers <laughs> and it's because nowadays everybody's an expert everybody's an expert but what we want to share is our lifelong experience with mm-hmm. all those things i mean at one point i know i was using sweeteners like they were oh i was addicted to sucralose and then i and i almost lost my entire memory over yes. over i things like that that are chemically absolutely oh, uh, artificial sweeteners also have They're been known worst. to cause panic attacks uh depression anxiety depression and, and memory loss i so, get heart palpitations okay. now when i use it uh aspartame. See, it's just so wrong people do not put things in your body that your body doesn't recognize as a food because it will not absorb and what it does is it goes to places that affects our receptors and our our just all the wrong places things it's that actually terrible. harm our bodies yeah yes so you know recapping <laughs> the best time to start is today Don't look back and say, oh, had I started 10 years ago or last year or three months ago. No, the best, the best time to start is today. Right. Have a plan and your plan can be as simple as I'm going to eliminate dairy. And that means milk, cheese, butter, ice cream, you know, all of the dairy things right. all of the dairy all things the, dairy items. the creamy sauces the sour cream all of it yeah eliminate that uh all of your fluids should be water everything you drink should be water water with lemon it cleanses out your system you don't yes. have all this other stuff that's you can adding. drink tea you right. can drink you know coffee herbal tea coffee yeah with uh, moderation exactly. in moderation and then Try to either eliminate or lower your sugar consumption as much as you can. Same thing with alcohol. Um, If you drink three glasses a night, go down to one glass a night. Eventually a half a glass. You just have to wean yourself off of things that you know that are destructive for you. And then move. Start moving. If you, you know, if you're just sitting on the couch, you're not doing anything, start with walking, walk the dog. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's so simple. Find Anna. something you, you, you can enjoy. walk around your block for starters. And the thing is, is we, you know, we say, oh, okay, as of January 1st, I'm really going to start moving on my pro. I'm going to get on a program. I'm going to this, I'm going to that. No, you need to, when you, when you're inspired to do something, that's when you're inspired to do it. So start doing it. Don't wait for what you a Monday or Mm -hmm. a a New Year's or whatever. No, we don't wait. We do it now because that's when we're inspired to do so. And 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 don't forget your perspective. Meaning, if you feel like I'm too old 
my skin is too loose. It doesn't matter what I do. It, you know, I'm not going to look like that person or the other person. If you're thinking, well, I just had two babies and I have stretch marks and my, my tummy is never going to be the same. Like whatever negative thought that is going to your mind, don't buy into it. Push it out immediately. Push it out immediately. You, you know how many girls I have sitting in front of me that have five and six children and I'm doing their makeup for their competition. So there right. really are no excuses. And again, you are at the age that I was when I looked the best I ever did in my whole life. Exactly. Okay? Now I'm uh, now I'm 11 years older than that. Okay, would would I love to be your age right now? Well, you could say the same. You could sit there and say, "Oh, I'm 44." Yeah, I'm 44. Blah, blah, I look blah. back at my pictures when I was 33, right. and oh my gosh, and it, it's but just. But you are going to look back when you right. were 30. You're going to look back at 44 like I am and go, right. "What was I thinking? Right. I had still have plenty of opportunity to stay in my shape." My mom is 78. Yes, and though. My mom and I, we don't agree in many topics, but the one thing that I look up to her and I really admire is she never stopped taking care of herself. Yes. At 78, she still takes care of herself. And she would be the first to tell you, when I was 60, mm -hmm. you know, like <laughs> right. when I was 70, right. look at how amazing I looked. And, and don't so, forget, we're all going to get there and we're all going to look back and wish we'd embraced that age that we were at when we were complaining. Exactly. So just stop complaining and do something. Do something. And then if you think, you know, I've been overweight my entire life and I'll never be or look like this person or that person, it doesn't matter. God has given you a body. It's our responsibility to take care of it. You make changes today, not only your health is going to benefit, your, your, your self-esteem, uh, but you're, all, all, you're also going to inspire everybody you, you're in contact with. Right. You know, your immediate family, of course, your kids, your husband, your, your family, but there are so many people looking. I, you know, it, and here's perspective. I think it was two or three days ago, I went to get the kids from the, from the kids academy at the gym we go to. And the lady that was checking me and she goes, this is a young girl, maybe her twenties. She looks at me and she's like, I am just obsessed with your hair. Your hair is just like amazing. And she went on and on. And I had to stop myself and like, I'm like, what is she really you is she talking to, to me? The compliment, did because you? first of all, I have wanted straight hair my whole life. Like right. for us, so you're long, hard on your hair. So I'm hard on my hair. Loves it. And and then right now I look at my hair is like, oh, I don't have enough. I like I'm all is one of my struggles. Like I don't struggle with other things, but I do struggle with this. And then she's telling me that, and I'm going. Wow. You know, and six years ago, literally I was at a point I shaved my head off because I, my hair from all, from me trying to make my hair into something it's not like I completely burned it off and it was just awful looking and I just shave it all off to start fresh. And I'm going, we are always inspiring somebody else we, without knowing, mm -hmm. you know, and you and I had this conversation is like, on your worst day, you are somebody else's goal. Or hero. 
Yeah, we, we, we should never downplay who we are, where we're at. It doesn't matter who you are. I have, I have a client that's over 200 pounds, but she's come down. She's inspiring the people around her because she's come down. She's still 200. But guess what? And her goal is maybe to get to 160, but she's inspiring somebody. And that's, that's how we all are. People are watching us. We're inspiring somebody no matter who we are, no matter what we look like, no matter what our hair is, somebody else wants it. Mm-hmm. So we just have to keep that in mind and don't be, we have to stop beating ourselves up for where we're at. And just like you said, just start moving, keep moving. Keep moving, keep focusing on the positive, keep focusing on what you're capable of, of, of accomplishing, keep your gratitude. Uh, am I able to move? You know, it, it, am I able to run? Oh, maybe not, but are you able to walk? Well, maybe not, but are you, are you able to walk around the pool? Well, maybe not, but are you able to go around in your wheelchair? Like anything. Anything is better than Anything not, is like better than nothing. not doing yes. anything. You know, anything is better than not we doing should be it. So grateful because somebody always has it worse, you know? Absolutely. And that's why we're here and that's our mission. So Elaine and I are back. We want to hear from you. We are going to be doing our podcast. Oh, should we tell them about our fitness goals together? <laughs> Watch out sure. because we'll be coming back with our uh, with lives where we are going to share a little bit of what we're doing to get our, into our, our, our journey. best, yeah, our, our journey, our journey. Was a year of a lot of change in both of our lives. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people had a rough 2019. I heard that it was a specific reason for that. I was just listening to a sermon actually by John Gray, and he explained what two what 2019, what those numbers meant, and how two. 2020 is a whole different ball game right. and it's all about things are going to things are going to happen Bring, but 2019 was a tough year for most of the people i know so and if you so, had a rough 2019 be hopeful for 2020 yes we were there with you and we're coming out and come join us we're going to be training crystal uh crystal is uh jesse he's our former foster son um she's his mom she you know we're she's a beginner in in her fitness she's borderline diabetic we're going to be training her we have a lot going on and we we have been called to inspire and we have been called to help anybody that needs help so you let us know what you need and we're here for you and on that note thank you for listening And God bless.